This episode has been brought to you by NMA Fitness. Check them out online for your equestrian fitness training needs. Find out all about diet and exercise and how this can help you and your horse. Improve your riding today and check out LMA Fitness. Hello, baby. Welcome back to episode 18 of the Horse Feed UK podcast. Thank you very much for joining us for this fortnight show. We're catching up with Dan from DP Sports Psychology, but he's come back to tell us about a new workbook that he's got going on that's got some really good handy hints and tips. On from that, we're pleased to welcome Jen, aka the Fairweather Rider. She's an equestrian romance author and she's got a second book out the day after today. And we know that you're absolutely going to love it. We certainly did. It is adult romantic fiction, so we're not recommending this to under 18s and the same goes really for today's show. So just bear that in mind. As always, we hope that you enjoy. Don't forget to like and subscribe over at the Horse Feed. Hi, guys. It's me, Sam. And me, Amy. We're back again uh, with our little fortnightly catch-up. It's been a pretty quiet one for me. Amy's done a little bit more, so I'm going to let her take it from here. I think you've been quite busy on the sly, really. Do you? Do yeah. what? You've had multiple saddle fittings and failures. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, what else have you done? You've um, you've done other stuff. I'm sure you have. But anyway, so yeah, no, pretty quite, pretty quiet for me really because of lockdown. As everyone else will be on, in the same boat. Obviously, lockdown's lifting on the second, so this will be going out two days before the end of lockdown. Yeah. What does the end of lockdown mean? For us? It basically, means that. We are allowed to go back out to places, but we're going back to a tier system. So different areas are in different tiers. We're in tier three. Don't ask me what that means because the rules... It seems to change all the time. Yeah. It means we can't go to the pub, though. Still, not even for food? No. Oh, no. that's the one thing that is really, like, pretty much the only thing I'm very fortunate to say that is getting me down is that I can't go for food <laughs> you're meant to be on a diet so it's not doing you any harm yeah okay yeah I'm so, getting yeah sorry go on so yeah us like um you and me are in tier three so okay events and farm rides things like that are getting going again but there's okay. gonna be okay. because of the different tiers I'd say to anyone find out exactly where you're going to and from because you might be going five minutes down the road and finding yourself in a different tier and they'll have different rules, different regulations. They're putting more guidelines in place than ever before. So if you are going to an event, make sure you read the rule book. I know I say it all the time, but the amount of people that don't, you would not believe. Yeah, and contact the venue perhaps, well, obviously ahead of time just to... Yeah, most places now are doing like a schedule and and then a COVID rule book almost. It's not as bad as it sounds, but if we don't follow the measures, we don't want to lose it again. Yeah, yeah. Have we? I know sort of every time that I'm with you and we sort of come across anybody, we're all asking the same question because you're on the committee for the local riding club. Um, do we have any idea? Do you, what, what do you think about shows and events next year? Well, we're still full steam ahead planning. Right. For the time being. 
I think it's better to be going ahead and planning that it is going to happen than plan that it won't because then if it does then we'll be struggling so okay oh just to mention because Portly who's one of our brand ambassadors has suggested that we do some form of um show schedule event schedule coming up in the future or we can certainly do some announcements to help some shows that are perhaps getting up and going so I just thought I'd mention that if anybody's interested and, and wants to sort of yeah give the event or show a mention we'll do whatever we can to support because we know it's been a difficult time sorry Emma, carry no, on. no that'll be a good one because we know I'm a walking talking show diary yes it would be yeah you can give us some highlights i'm sure definitely but yeah it'd be great to hear from some shows themselves and just yeah if there's any specific measures or guidelines we can perhaps let people know on the show as well so yeah yeah that's why sam never says to me what you're doing next week because you just get so next week i'm going here and then i'm going there and then i'm doing this and then i'm doing that and before you know it we're in next june and i've not stopped and drawn a breath yeah. yes so right so yes definitely definitely ring ahead and we're not quite sure or your your riding club saying go ahead we're saying go ahead ahead for now we're planning to to go ahead with the full schedule um we're governed by the brc a lot so it depends on their guidelines at the time but as we all know with this year it can change in the blink of an eye so we're planning for the best and just going to roll with it yeah yeah let's see how it goes no good stuff we've got um dan you know who we had i think we worked out it was episode 12 actually um on the last show he came on and chatted to us about rider mindset he's actually because i I think the first lockdown was quite fun it was a bit of a novelty but this time i I think it's easy to get down and he's done um, a mental well-being workbook that he's come on yeah he's come on to chat to us about it so just if anybody is feeling a little bit because it's winter as well there's that um so effective disorder yeah it's it is it's harder it's harder yeah it is and it's getting that motivation to do anything when you look out the window and it's cold and wet and by the time you've mucked out got covered in crap and your boots have got a hole in not that mine do (laughs) would be ranting again but you know it's the little things and you're cold and you're wet and then your horse is covered in mud looking at you and you're like oh i'll ride tomorrow (laughs) and it's so easy do and then Christmas coming up and you've got all your presents to buy which we're going to be doing a bit of a Santa gift guide aren't we at some point yes we are we are definitely um recommending products or um a lot of places do sort of well we're part of we're doing the project equine advent calendar we've donated prizes for that and Samantha Osborne still got the 10k giveaway with loads of other people that have contributed towards that that um yeah we want to do uh, we want to do like a gift guide or a recommendation but there are other maybe as well we can announce because is it um supreme products as well they do some really yeah good they options, do some really good ones and and even though olympia is not going ahead this year they are doing like an online shop so oh everyone that would normally go and get all the christmas shopping at olympia they're doing an online shop this year so all the stores that would normally be there i don't know how they've worked it but they're all online so you can go shop shop Oh, right. Okay. Wow. That sounds really right. We need to get some more details for that and find out a little bit more. That sounds yeah, fantastic. Yeah. your matchy matchy to your heart's content, apart from one specific brand that seems to have been snapped up like quicker than I eat cake. Lemieux by any chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, we were going through um, looking for colours the other day because I was quite thinking of a new set. And if you get in an any of the new stuff you might get a base layer but in your size but if you want the matching number you yeah so if you see oh. a set you want my advice would be buy it <laughs> buy it, get it 
yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. No, they've struggled. I know from chatting to Sharon at Gallop and Geldings that manufacturers and people and stuff imports coming into the country and uh, yeah, they've they've not. It's not they've not had an easy time of it. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, I've thought of something for you and a couple of other people. Mm. Um, the book, the book, the book. Oh, we've yeah. got. Um, I love reading. Yeah. So I'm always good with the book. We've got um Jen on who's written um Soaked Hair and Farrier Smoke. It's um it's an adult romantic equestrian fiction book. It is so good. You are definitely getting a copy of that. You're gonna love it. <laughs> I might have to I'm gonna have to give you I'm gonna have to lend you mine soon. She's got another one coming out though soon after, aren't she? <laughs> yes, yeah. So so I'll get you the you second get one. Get me both then. because I'll have read them both in a day and then I won't shut up about them for the next month. Well, we need to. We need to. Re- I've read the first one. Um, you need to read it because we're we're going to do a review. I thought maybe even like Colette and a couple of the review. other girls. Oh, yes. Well, or maybe we could get together a few of the girls off the yard. Let's, review, not, like say. let's not do that about a romance book. We know where that'll end up. <laughs> it's a good. It's very raunchy. It's not very. It's very good. It's in context of the story, but no, it's a really good book. Um, yeah, it's a funny interview as well. We got on very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we need to be careful with those kind of conversations i have yeah no and i did put a little caveat in at the top of the show just to say um i can't remember if there were swears in the rest of today's <laughs> show later on in the interview so it's like yeah we have said maybe maybe not for the under 18 years not yeah no, definitely not. no we'll do it after still- our blue show for this one shall we yeah <laughs> <laughs> but all in good fun all yes. in good fun it, it's a good episode it's a good episode we've got the dressage coach back as well bring a brilliant tip like so helpful i did the warm-up one yeah. um, when i was riding last week with cyril like talking about the importance you know of like warming up and cooling down Funnily really helpful so yeah I, we i had a lesson yesterday and that oh, you did didn't you? on my lesson about how people don't warm up and cool down properly Yes, we've been really working like Addy to get her working longer and lower and taking longer strides and it was a massive massive thing that she just yeah won't stretch basically so we're working on getting her stretching it is it's hard I didn't think I realised till so we got Cyril the, the yeah tension and stress and teaching them to relax and it's all part of it it's yeah it's um it's it's the basics the scales of training it's where it starts relaxation rhythm but yeah it's very easy to just yeah carry on and it's something you, you know yourself you're always saying you've got to still keep going back to the basics but yeah and that's why I like these tips from the dressage coach because they're just they're very easy to understand and you know you don't have to be like some bad dressage anyone can yes exactly anyone. that exactly that yeah yeah and portley's reviewed a rug for us we won't say too much about that and of course we've got our regular social media shout outs towards the end of the show the brand ambassadors have come and contributed towards us and yeah uh, we've not really got that much else have we ems because it's pretty quiet well yeah it is and it isn't i'm just busy filling my diary i'm busy the next few weeks i'm very busy the next few weeks good well we'll have some interesting um content to have a look at then you'll have to get posting well you'll have to come and actually get your camera out and film me then won't you i will i will i've not been Don't be sneaking off for greg's again because that unless there's anybody interesting to chat to i need to start uh, wearing a hoodie so that people know to come over and speak to me yeah when we're out and about i love that yeah it means amy doesn't get any pictures people please speak to her after i've done my class (laughs) (laughs) 
Right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get going. We're up next with Dan. He's gonna, like I say, give you some tips on some mindset, and then it's the rest of the show following on from that. As always, get in touch. Hashtag the horse BGK. Let us know on Facebook and Instagram what you think of the show and if you've got any suggestions. So from me, take care and enjoy. See you later. Bye. Bye. So we're back with Dan. Um, you might remember him from what episode was it, Dan? Was it episode fourteen? Oh, I think I think it was earlier than that. I think it was twelve. I, th- I think we did I think this back. Well, um, Dan's a sports psychologist. He's worked with a lot of riders and a lot of sort of different industries, and really interesting. And he came on and he chatted to us about mindset and and all sorts of things and how that can affect your riding. So Dan's been doing a lot. And we're really pleased to welcome Dan back to the show. Um, he's going to tell us about what he's been up to and and as well tell us stuff that we can get involved with. So hi, Dan. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show, Sam. No, thank you so much for coming back on. We love it, we, especially returning guests that we know. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, I've I've been busy since I think it was September or August time that that I actually uh, first came on the show, and I've been a, a busy little bee in both um, my military side and my civilian side. So, in, I've been mobilised supporting the the COVID this year. Wow. So I've been doing that down south and potentially going to be doing that up here again um, over the Christmas period. I don't know yet. And I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about too much about right. it. Just yet. Um, don't tell anyone, listeners. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's all been good. It's all to support um, the public in the in the, the COVID situation. Sleep well tonight, knowing that we have been supporting you. <laughs> no, thank you for that. It's good to know. Because you don't always see it, do you, Dan? And, you know, I don't think you get sort of the coverage for what, what you have been doing and sort of stuff. It's very, you know, it's, it's great that NHS first responders and everybody like that are getting the recognition that they deserve. But there is a lot going on in the background that I think we don't even realise, isn't there? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been really busy doing that all over the country. And I've spent a lot of time in my civilian time. I spent my lockdown well not even a lockdown the well being in Lancashire anyway we we've been doing a lot of getting a lot of restrictions so well yeah there's like people get seasonal affective disorder and all sorts and I think when it was first time round, it was like new it was a novelty and I know people that really struggled in the first lockdown but this one I think when you know that you've got it all to do again and it's all the same thing again and you sort of you know what you're anticipating I think it's even worse because there isn't that oh excitement of the unknown and obviously it's Christmas and that's an emotive time for people anyway so no I think it's really nice and really well timed and, and lovely what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah, like like I say, I I, I created this this mental well being workbook. Uh, one thing that really struck me, especially when we came into the the second lockdown, I thought, well, especially in the northwest and the northeast where we've had it really bad over the last few months, there's not much been out there in terms of supporting mental health and mental well being, especially yeah. during lockdown. So, I thought to myself one evening. Is there anything that I can do that can be free and I'm not charging? I want to do it as very altruistic as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that I can do to support the public, especially those who might not live in a house, might have an apartment, they might be you know cramped in, they might yeah. not have much money, especially with the with the cold weather setting in, in winter, it can be a really tough time. So I've been used across the world, and even assistant psychologists in the NHS are using it in their in their practices. So it's. It's all evidence-based, it's all supportive. Uh, personally, I did struggle about a month ago. Um, I, I started getting the real lockdown fatigue. I thought, yeah. well, what's going on with the news? Um, I was, I was more, spending more time on social media. Um, I was spending more time getting anxious about, well, what's the economy going to be like? Yes. Um, that's when I thought to myself, 
what else can I do? How can I, how can I work on myself and then use that to work, to work with others? Yeah. So put together a mental well-being challenge. Uh, yeah. I've created this. It's a seven-day challenge that any, anyone can use. I've got a group. It's called the Seven Day <laughs> Mental <laughs> Fitness and Wellbeing Challenge. Right. We it's... need to join the group. We'll be in the group. We're going to go and join. Oh, smashing. It's so <laughs> easy because I've spent about a week making this challenge. I've put on a timetable. So everything's there for you. I've got all of the different activities that you'll be doing all in chronological order. So all you need to go is to the certain page number for the activity. If you don't know what you're doing, it's there for you. Okay. It's all laid out. I've done everything for you. All you've got to do is take part. And the best thing about it is you don't need to do it when I start. You can do it whenever you want. Ah. It's mainly a mindfulness-based challenge. So within this, it's going to be focused around those who are in the the tier three um, areas or even when we've been in, in, in lockdown, we know there's going to be a lot of, a lot of restrictions on a lot of anxiety. And with the world coming to more of a standstill, really slowing down, this is a great opportunity to use these mindfulness techniques and tools for you to use. And then you can also use them later on down the line. So it's not just a one-off thing. I'm providing you with these free tools to support you. And I think that's something that's really crucial in this day and age that we need yeah. to su support each other. So that's why I wanted to do that for, for this challenge. And I'm going to do it with you guys. And I'm going to officially start it on the 3rd of December. So that's Thursday, the 3rd of December. Perfect. And it's seven days. Like I say, you can start it whenever you want. You don't have to start it on date. And, and Dan's going to come back on and he's going to update us. And obviously we're going to get involved in the challenge as well. Um, so, you know, do let us know sort of on all the social medias, on Facebook and Instagram. Join the group, get involved. And then, you know, we want to keep up to date. We want to we know how you find it and your progress and how it's made a different difference to you. And like Dan said, um, he came on initially to sort of help us out with riding and the and the confidence and, and those sorts of issues. But these techniques, they don't just... They have, they can help you in all areas of your life once you've learned these techniques it's it's not just to do with riding and mindset and that sort of you know sports psychology it does transfer really well doesn't it dan over to sort of everything else that you do oh completely so one thing we we're going to do is call the body scan and that's literally that helps you really fall fall asleep quite easily and in a relaxed state we've all been there when we've tried to get sleep and we think oh no the insomnia is kicking in my brain's too active it's thinking about random stuff well actually this helps you this body scan technique it helps you just wind down in a really methodical manner you can use it in that area you can use it in other areas so it's you, you're right you've got that transfer transferable skills um i think this would be something that'd be really worthwhile especially for your listeners if they go out and compete and you know they're, they're in a wagon and it's like 45 degrees on an angle and they can't sleep because the lorry park's terrible yeah. <laughs> they they can use this to to help them get a form of better quality of of sleep so it is transferable and it is there to to support you guys. And also, one thing I, I didn't say is I'm going to be posting videos each day about 
the instructions as well and people get to know me because not many people have actually seen seen me <laughs> through through a screen or, or you know. that's good and it's nice I think people yeah like to see the connecting with you know it's it's good listening I think that gives a nice personal touch but it is nice to be able to put a face to a voice yeah exactly i mean i don't think my my face would be too great because i've been doing movember in in support of <laughs> of uh, of um male male testicular cancer so i i've got i've grown a mo which kind of looks a bit weird on camera i'm not gonna lie <laughs> we de- well we are definitely we're gonna tune in just to see that aren't we guys <laughs> <laughs> i hope you do <laughs> i'd love to hear your guys feedback so Anyone can can jump on and say how they're doing and what they'd like to see more of. So it's it's really flexible. It's really there for you guys. Brilliant. No. So head over to what's where are they heading over to Dan on Facebook? What's so the challenge again? It is the seven day mental fitness and well being challenge. Yes, super. And head over to DP Sports Performance Psychology. Hey. <laughs> no that's fabulous so we're going to be hooking back up with Dan soon keeping up to date find out what's going on and like he's already said keep us updated and let us know how you guys are finding the challenge and and what benefits you're seeing from it and you know we can also help keep each other motivated so we'll be checking back in soon until next time we'll speak to you soon Dan thank you very much see you on the other side next up we're going to be chatting to Jen aka Fairweather Rider all about her newest book release join us after this short break Hey guys, this is Dan from DP Sports Performance Psychology here. I'm just letting you know I've got a great new and completely free workbook for mental well-being that's out for those who are struggling in lockdown, quarantine and those in the top tier of restrictions in the UK. You can find it on my Facebook, which is DP Sports Performance Psychology or on my website, which is www dpsportsperformancepsychology.com It's a really good workbook and it's only been out a couple of weeks but it's already helping people across the world and those practitioners in the NHS. Thanks guys, this is Dan from DP Sports Performance Psychology. See you on the next one. Hi again, how are you? Hiya, you are alright? I'm very well, thank you. How's things? Yeah, not too bad. And then um, I think with Amy will tell everybody with my copious Instagram stalking. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. <laughs> and then I saw that Jen was an author. Now, this is something that I, I think a lot of people would love to write a book. And then I was like, oh, and it's equestrian fiction. Not only equestrian fiction, but equestrian adult fiction. I was still stuck on a stable for Jill series. So you <laughs> see this, I got pretty excited and I was not disappointed. It's so good. Sorry, I'm just going to launch into it, not give you a second to talk, but honestly, I was I loved it. I love the book. I, it's, it's oh, thank you. Really, really good. Like so well written. So I'm going to shut up now and we're going to let you introduce yourself and then we'll ask you some questions about sort of how you got into writing and writing equestrian fiction. Fantastic. Well, what can I say? I think you've done a, you think you've done a fab intro as it is, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm awful. Just me raving on about how much I love the book. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I am the fair of a rider. Um, aptly named because I hate riding in the rain. Uh, but everyone obviously, and I, I sent one off. I don't know if you ever remember like the magazines that your nan used to have. Um, was it like Women's Own yes. and Best yes. and all that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Take a breath. Yeah, send one off. Yeah, send one <laughs> off to one of those. Um, and they sent me back a letter, and they said it was really good, but we've already had a, a story that's similar. Right. And instead of taking that as oh they like my writing, I could just write something different. I immediately took it as a nope, no go. That's it, and I never wrote again. Ah, oh, such a shame. It's this, it's those uh, inner demons, isn't it? And all your kind of uh, your insecurities. Yes. I've always wanted to write. Always. I'm always, they say, everyone's got a book in them, haven't they? Yes, that's every everyone, yeah. But I think if anybody that's ever sat down and actually tried to do it, it's so, it's so difficult. But obviously I am, I'm just Jenny. Because it was on your mind for a while, you'd wanted to do it for a while, hadn't you? Oh, for a long, long time, yeah. I mean, I, I was writing when I was younger, when I was a teenager. Um, obviously not the stuff that uh, <laughs> that I've, I've released now. Um, <laughs> I, were, I was writing stories. So... <laughs> We're really pleased to have you on the show. Um, just for sort of our listeners that aren't aware, um, we followed Jen on Instagram. Do yeah, because I read obviously you know you'd put um a few pages in at the back, hadn't you, about how you started and when you were thanking everybody. Yeah, so it was, yeah, so I kind of just started, but I, I started writing for for magazines and websites, and and then eventually my other half said, "When you like, when are you going to give it a go?" When you, so, yeah, 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 I don't know. What, what has he read the book? What does he think? He proofread. He proofreads everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. But yeah, I mean, I mean, he said he says he likes it. I don't know if romance is really his thing, though. It's very well written romance. It's not. Mills Thank and you. Well, I don't know. I've not read Mills and Boone for a while, but it's come on. Mills and Boons. <laughs> That's the stuff, isn't it? That's the stuff dreams are made of. Old Mills and Boons. <laughs> but no, it was it was good. I wanted I wanted to see Jen in the book. It's not you, is oh, it? It's not a biography, what? is it? We've just got to clear that up. We don't your husband worrying. Oh, it's so annoying. Did you know what the, the, the funny thing is? Is that um, obviously since I've written it, um, my poor Farrier, I think, has had the worst <laughs> reputation. <laughs> poor old Wes. But I keep saying to people, I was like, you, you know, you, you make all these jokes, but it's actually my husband that has been doing all the Farrier visits for like the last two years. So should I be worried about him instead? <laughs> right, right. Um, but no, what I t- she wasn't meant to be called Jen, but unfortunately, I could not think of a name that suited her, so I just whacked mine in because I couldn't be bothered to write XXX for every time her name was mentioned. Uh, and then I, oh, it's one of those things. I just got to the end of the book, and I thought, no, that's kind of her name yeah. now. It's stuck, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it's a good book. We're we're having a bit of a laugh and a giggle that it is equestrian fiction. But it's a niche in the market, definitely. Like I said, I think all of us um, that have you know in our thirties, um, <laughs> we'll have read. I think it was. I read. I love the. I read the Ruby Ferguson Stay with the Jill book. I like the Ginny series as well, and there were even like the pulling Christine Pulling Thompson ones as well when I was younger. But sort of as an adult, unless you're going to Jilly Cooper, the odd Jilly Cooper, but then they're terrifying. Um, that's a bit too much. Um, <laughs> there, there isn't as much, there isn't as much sort of on the market. Like I've never seen anything really for sale or lots, you know, there's like biographies and things like that, but there's just like some nice fiction that's horsey related and obviously written by somebody that rides. It's really good. But like we say, it's, it's a bit of a step away from a stable for Jill. Um, obviously, you know, we want everybody Ever to so slightly. Podcast, but we're, we're a bit over 18 on this book. So any any mums listening or, you know, uh, any regular everyday adult riders listening, this one is for you. Um, or any husbands listening, this one is, is for your wife. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good book. It's, it, it is, it, it's obviously aimed at adults. You know, there's a little bit of bad language in it, but it's all 
you've not just written a sex book about horses. That's no, weird. no, no. It's, it's definitely it definitely doesn't categorise as erotica. No, um, but, it's but there's um there's steam in it. There's steam. There's steam. There's steam in it. It's steam. But it's like, it is. It's it's realistic steam. It is true to life as sort of an adult, and, and but very, very, very well written. And like I say, not just erotic fiction. There's a story there that I'm now dying to sort of find out. You've left it on a cliffhanger, Jen. I have, I have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was intentional, I promise. Um, the second one's out, actually, on the on December 1st. And by the time you listen to this, the, the book will be out. And where can people get get the book? Where can they order it from? Just so that... Uh, on Amazon at the moment, so that's going to be available on ebook and paperback. Uh, but I'm also going to be putting it on to, I think it's called Apple Books, isn't it? And yes. then Google Play. Ah, fabulous, brilliant, like... It's such a good book. It's um, Soaked Hate and Farrier Smoke is your first book, isn't it? The one that I It is indeed, about yeah, yeah. And, the and then the second one is Soaked Hay and Stable Mirrors. Oh, very exciting. Oh, God, it's good. Literally, it was, it was only because I could call it the Smoke and Mirrors series. And I was like, oh, it's very good. I like that one. Yeah, I'll have that. That's very good. How many books? Is there <laughs> going to be another one? Are you thinking a trilogy or is it a series sort of ongoing? No, this think? one, my first little venture is a duology. But there, there are two more series lined up. That's fantastic. And what's the reception been like? What's the feedback? What's everybody said to you? Has that been? So far, really, really good. But like any, I think any first time writer, anytime someone says anything nice about it, I just think, oh, they're only saying that to be nice. I'm just desperately trying to get my confidence up. It's it's, it's a really, um, it's petrifying releasing your first book. It's very much so because you've put a lot of time and effort in and you put a lot of yourself and like again, the, the caveat this is not Jeff's life story but you put, <laughs> you put a lot of yourself into the book and that really does show in the writing and obviously I think you know like you just said it's difficult to take the, the positivity but this is that kind of interlink ah right and in the okay. second book there is a little hint about another series oh um I've dropped I've dropped a little hint in there so I hope you pick it up well written it's an easy read it's one of them you start reading it it really relates to you it you know it speaks in I don't know where you'd have to come from for it to not you know we've all been on live reality. no it's very 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 well written and very easy to read and it flowed really really nicely as well because I'm I'm a big reader of books and some books I've literally just can't read you know within the first couple of pages but this one you just couldn't put it down it's really thank good. you I really really appreciate that I've tried to make it as relatable as possible um, yeah. Which is possibly, yeah. I, I think I've done that by using kind of my own language, which is possibly why there's so many profanities in it, because I'm terrible. But that's um, real life. <laughs> yeah, 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 essentially, yeah, it is. I think you started, was it 2018? Um, do you know what, the, the it's, it's kind of been in the works, I'd say, for the last couple of years, but the initial story I wrote was, well, the initial story I'd planned out was totally different to what it turned into. Right. How, how did it work in terms of that process? I'd say what my biggest problem is, is that because I know what's coming, I think my 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 mind automatically reads what I believe I wrote down and I don't pick up on the mistakes or the inconsistencies. Whereas yes. I give it to um, Laura, my editor, she obviously is looking at a completely fresh set of eyes and says, oh, that doesn't make sense where you've put that there or you previously said this and now you've said this. So I think we need to change this up a little bit. And that's, oh, that's yeah. really helpful. We highly recommend it. We're going to feature this on the gift guide for the, our Christmas gift guide for the horse. Oh, thank as you. Well. No, definitely. It's something that we really recommend. I think I'm going to be giving a couple of copies out myself, definitely. Because um, like I said, I want, I've now read it. Like, are you, have you read the book? Have you read the book yet? It's really well written. <laughs> so, no, brilliant. Yeah, no, I've got two little girls, five oh. years old and two. So they're a really um, needy age. <laughs> 
we'll call that. And then I've got I've got five horses. One of the uh, the pony though, he's, he's out on loan at the moment, which is making winter much easier. Okay. Um, and then I've got three youngsters, one of whom is in the middle of being backed, and my big lad Jack, who I've had for oh god, about fifteen years maybe. Right. Wow. Right. So you're busy then, very busy, and you work as well, don't you? I do indeed, yeah. I work for um, Vivendi Apparel doing their content marketing, which I'm really, really enjoying. Because oh, I just get, I just get to talk horses all day, really, on social media. I enjoy <laughs> horses all the time, but a very busy lady, and then writing about the horses as well. So, no, fantastic. Um, if you're not already following Jen, head over. She's not sort of ramming a book down your throat, which I find really... I was trying to... I wanted to share something on my page, you know, like, to be like, come on, check this out. I really... I'd planned it to the nth degree. I'd written down chapters, and I'd written down kind of bullet points in each chapter literally this is going to happen this is going to happen this is going to happen this is when they're going to get together this is going to be the the kind of the problem that arises and the conflict mm -hmm. and then I began writing it and then totally changed the, the whole entire story changed the the conflict changed everything different characters came up it just kind of um it, it flowed so to speak right and was there any point where you thought I do not know the way this is going or how it's going to be tied up and then you just got there uh yeah yeah to be honest wow. as um the last scene i would say the last chapter it just felt right um how i ended it i won't say how i ended it just in case people are decided they're going to read it and then i reveal it all but I, yeah i yeah. It just kind of thought actually i'm going to do it like this and i ended it there and then right no i think it's good and it's it definitely whets your appetite for for wanting to read more and for wanting to know what happens like really. yeah i hope yeah. so yeah no, it definitely, definitely. But I, I, I can't, I can't take credit for all of it because um, my, I've got a fantastic editor who went through it for me, um, and really, really uh, like tidied it up and tightened it all up. Yeah, because it's it's hard when it's your own thing and you've been looking at it for so long. I imagine eventually it's like right, somebody take it off me. On it, yeah, <laughs> honestly, literally your yeah. eyes go blurry. I'm sure you get exactly the same thing. You record the podcast and then you've got to go through and edit each bit by bit by bit, and it can just feel. <laughs> It's just yes, like, it's, like you said, you're too close to it. Yeah, and it's so much better. Like we always keep shouting out and saying, you know, we want people to come on, we want other people to guest host. And because, yes, I did exactly the same thing because especially like editing your own stuff as well. Like it, I, I far more enjoy it when an interview comes in from somebody else, like Samantha Osborne, for example, she do an interview and she gets that. And I really enjoy listening to it. And then the edit's so much more pleasurable. Um, yeah. You're, all, you're very, very critical of your own. Uh, and how do you manage? Because you've married, you've got kids. Have you got horses as well? I have, yeah, I've got too many. <laughs> in all honesty, <laughs> what kids or horses? No, both, both. I've got too many of both. Do you know what I find it really so impressive. difficult? Because I've spent ages kind of creating the page in the way it looks. Yes. Adding a book post on there is just—it just doesn't look right. I just don't like the way it sits, <laughs> so I just never do it, which is terrible, really. Because no, I'm sitting there no. thinking, why are no more people buying my books? Because I don't yeah. tell them about it. I think I think maybe you need to set up a page for the book. Possibly, yeah. People have been saying this. People have been saying this. Yes. I mean, I do I do it for everyone else, but myself, it's one of those things where it just oh, I'll, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. We've discussed. I've chatted to everybody, like maybe not on the show, but sort of afterwards. Um, I think it's so difficult when it's your own thing. It's really like you you, you go into like if it was somebody else, you could promote it and share about it, but then people just like oh god it's it's horrible doing it for yourself it is really difficult to sort of shout and promote your own thing and to not feel if you've got any sort of sense of it. like not Ma massively yeah, yeah no I totally get what you mean I'm, I'm more than happy to shout about like I said like I work with Vivendi I'm more than happy to shout about their brand because I love it I wear it and 
I'm more than happy to tell everyone about it. As soon as it comes to talking about the book, I freeze and I think, oh, I don't want people to think I'm ramming it down their throat. Ram away. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It's good. And like I said, I definitely think that there'll be many other. I'm not going to call myself middle-aged. What's a nicer word for? No, we're not yet, are we? After 25, I'm 36, so I don't know what you're doing, but yeah. I'm 34, <laughs> so we are, we're in the same category. We are not middle-aged. I refuse to believe that. No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, what, what are we going to go for, like, sophisticated um, 30-somethings? We'll cover that. But equestrians, equestrians that want, yeah, a distraction. and Something nice to read and something a bit more grown-up, I think, um so tame fairy smoke and, and your books are definitely definitely the way to go definitely so, but, yeah as long so. as you're not easily offended <laughs> no it's, it's well written it's not it's not lewd it's in context of what's going on um and like i keep saying it's well written <laughs> nobody's nobody's getting offended as they're reading that we're all just imagining and wishing our fairy was that hot and that we were gen <laughs> but yeah no it's fantastic so, guys, if you haven't checked her out already, the Fairweather Rider over on Instagram. And if you want to get the book, Soap Tame Fairy Smoke, and the new one, Soap Tame Stable Mirrors, and work and order on Amazon. Can we order from you? Direct? Or uh, you can't, yeah, but that is definitely something I'm going to be um, installing. So, no, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to keep updated. I'm going to get the other book and come, and come back on again, and I'm going to give the book to Amy, and I think Amy will, me and Amy are going to do a bit of a review on the book and discuss oh, it. Oh, nice. A big thank you to Jen for agreeing to come on the show. We find it super interesting hearing what it's like and what it takes to be an equestrian author. Up next, we've got Maddie Birchall. She's back again with the second series in our newest feature, Training Tips with the Dressage Coach. Training Tips with the Dressagecoach.com. Maddie from the Dressage Coach here with this week's training tip. So uh, this week I was going to give you a tip and an exercise for um, altering a stride length within a pace. So thinking a little bit about shortening the stride and lengthening the stride. And this is also really good if you've got a horse that likes to get a little bit behind your leg. Um, can be really useful for just getting the horse listening to you a bit more, moving through a bit more and um, just becoming a bit more obedient to the aid. So to start with, um, you need to pick two markers or make two markers. So it could be a cone or a pole if you haven't got letters on your school or area that you're going to ride in. Um, That needs to stay the same. Then what you need to do, um, you can start in walk. So literally walk from the first marker you've chosen to the second marker you've chosen and count how many strides that was. So at this point, you just want to ride through there normally. Then you want to come back around and you want to see between those same two markers how much you can shorten the stride. So it's how small you can make the stride. So what we're looking for is to see how many more strides you can get in that gap. So you don't want to be doing this by pulling on the reins or you know trying to stop the horse. You want to be doing this by altering your seat. So by sitting yourself a little bit more um, deeper and by just closing your leg on a little bit more so the horse just shortens his stride. Count to see 
how how many more strides you've got in that gap and you can set yourself a little bit of a challenge every time you do it you can see if the next time you have a go you could get an extra stride in so once you've done that with the shortening of strides let's go back and we're going to ride between those two markers again and this time what we're going to do is we're going to see how fewer strides we can get in so we're going to make the stride longer now the biggest problem we see here is that people start kick 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 and what happens the horse moves into a different gate we don't want to do that that's cheating so we want the horse to lengthen its frame lengthen its stride and basically look for um, more over track so what we need to do here we need to ride it from the seat again try not to use the legs too much because that can cause the horse to get a little hurried and actually it has the opposite effect so this time we want to loosen those hips we want to lighten the seat a little bit and we want to encourage that forward motion now what can be really helpful in the walk and the canter is to also just let those arms just um, almost row a little bit backwards and forwards so those elbows are nice and loose and they move with the horse and you move the horse's neck out so the whole frame can become longer you obviously don't want to be doing that in trot um, but in the walk and the canter that can really really help and in the same way when we were looking to shorten the stride you can stop the elbows being quite so active and make the frame a little shorter okay so um, once you've done it in walk and you've lengthened and we've seen how fewer strides you can get again the challenge is to see if you can get even less strides in there the next time you do it um, then have a go in trot and again in canter and it can be really interesting when we start to set our minds to the fact that it's a bit of a challenge we've set ourselves that we can then make it a bit of fun and sometimes we ride this with other people as well um, so that we can almost challenge to see you know who can ride a bit shorter who can ride a bit longer some people are going to find one easier some people are going to find the other easier but what we're really looking for if we want to see a nice balanced horse is the fact that when we look at where our base point was so our original ride through where we just said okay go through at your natural pace and how you want to what we really want to see is the number fewer we can get so the longer the stride becomes needs to really be the same to the more we can get so the shorter the stride so the horse should be able to lengthen and shorten to the same degree now that is in a perfect world and that is definitely something to work towards no one's saying you're going to get that straight away but that wants to be your end goal well i hope you found that interesting and fun um if you've got any questions for me or you'd like to have any specific things um, mentioned as a tip, either get in touch with me at the Dressage Coach or get in touch with the Horse Feed UK and I'll be more than happy to do it. Bye guys, see you soon. A digital coaching platform offering a range of services for riders of all ability, including virtual training, mindset and performance, and nutrition and fitness. TheDressageCoach.com thank you to maddie there if you want to check out this and any of the other tips don't forget to head over to the dressagecoach.com they're available on the website facebook and instagram maddie's always happy to take your questions or to give any tips and they also have a digital online coaching service as well
Next up, we've got our rider review, this time with Portly French, brand ambassador for the Horse Feed UK. And then on from that, we've got our social media shout-outs, so stay tuned. Hi guys, I wanted to tell you about the Fieldmaster Turnout Rug, in particular for those of you that have horses that tend to rub their manes out. I purchased this rug back in March after a turnout rug completely ruined the base of the mane of one of our ponies. I looked into these because they have a domed neck to protect the mane and an anti-rub lining as well. Together these two have built back up the mane to a decent amount and there isn't much to go until it's back to normal. And I can see that all the baby hairs that are growing are nicely protected under the rug. As they have a domed neck it means that there is no pressure going onto the horse's mane throughout the day. I've been using this combined with the Well Gel Mane event, which has been rebuilding the mane. I absolutely love these rugs, and if we'd been showing this year, they would have really saved me. And I look forward to next year, knowing that I will have nice manes throughout the year. I'm not a fan of buying expensive rugs, but I really do think that these ones are worth it. I've found that the best place to purchase them from is from Harry Hall, and they will even price match it for you as well if you find it somewhere else. So that's a review from Portly French about the master rugs. If any of you guys are struggling with mane rubbing, especially in winter, and we're all hoping for a show season next year, definitely head over and check, check those out. Like Portly said, Harry Hall's a great one. I do understand there's um, a membership scheme that you can join that's similar to the British Horse Society. So guys, head over, get involved. And if anybody wants to review that, please do let us know. So we're up to that favourite part of the show now. We've got some social media shout-outs for everybody. We have asked our brand ambassadors to let us know who they would like to give shout-outs to. So first off, Katie Morris wants to say hello to Dressage with Gloria and she says that she does some really good exercises and recommends that all our listeners go and check out Dressage with Gloria. We've got Charlotte Douglas Dressage. She wants to give a shout-out to ARA underscore equestrian 8 Alex O'Hare Eventing and Anna Morrow 07. Not forgetting Samantha Osborne, she wants to give a big shout out to Equiescence EQ. Also to Posh Muckers, Samantha's a brand ambassador for Posh Muckers as well. An amazing, absolutely brilliant, especially for winter. Do check them out. As we have said, we are looking to do a gift guide as well for you guys. So if you've got any recommendations or anything that you would like to see there, please do get in touch and let us know. Of course, we have got a couple of other shout-outs as well. We want to give a shout-out to Vivendi Apparel. 100% if you've not checked out their job, because they are absolutely lovely. Also, country underscore unicorns. Um, her sister has an art account too that she said we'd love you to shout-out and check out. Her account is dark underscore F-R-X-S-T. We had a message from Taboo the Dun. She said she would like to shout out Maddie Birchall and, and all the team at the Horse Feed UK. She's doing some housework and catching up on a recent podcast with the Dressage Coach. She said it makes for a perfect Sunday. Thank you, guys. We love hearing from you. We love keeping up to date with what you've been up to. Like we keep saying, hashtag the Horse Feed UK. Inbox us if you've got a special occasion or there's anybody that you want to say a big hello to on the show. Until next time, keep up to date on social media and check us out at the website, the Horse Feed UK. Hello, baby. Well, that's all from us for this time over here at the Horse Feed UK podcast. As always, thank you so much for all our guests for coming on the show. And thank you, you guys, for listening. Without your support, there wouldn't be a show. We do keep saying it, but we want your stories. We want to know what you're getting up to. Don't forget to hashtag the Horse Feed UK. 
We're going to be back next fortnight with more interesting equestrians from around the UK. And until next time, stay safe and happy riding. A big thank you to Samantha Osborne for entering our cover star competition. As you will see, her horse Stilo Blue Native is now the cover star of the Horse Feed UK. You can enter our Christmas cover star competition over at the website. There's some great prizes to be won, so don't forget to check that out at thehorsefeeduk.co.uk.